It's Saturday night, and obviously you know what time it is. It is night one of WrestleMania, if you can't tell by the graphic behind me and by us coming nice and deep once again, your WrestleManiacs, with uh, three of the most important men uh, in podcasting today and James. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to work on it. I'm gonna work on it early, James. I'm gonna work on it early. Yeah, you, know, you might. I don't think you. You don't think you're gonna get it tonight, but you got it last night, so I don't think you're gonna get it tonight. Hey, man, if I can do a two feet, I'll, I'll be the man of the hour for sure. Yeah. But uh, we just got off the heels of an elongated uh, WrestleMania night one, where we just got finished. No spoiler needed. Uh, having Bianca Belair become the new SmackDown Women's Champion, beating. Uh, Sasha Banks with what I would like to call the whip slap heard around the world, or I don't even know, would you consider that a whip since it's hair? I mean, yeah, it's bra- yeah. braided. Yeah, it's braided right. just like a whip, so yeah. And I don't care. It could be, you can call it what you want to call it. I'm going to call it the whelp slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because her, 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 rib, her rib cage had a nice little red mark on it, bro. Yeah, it did. That's true. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, but first I'd like to introduce the round table. You know, it's myself as always, the people's choice. Don Rodriguez, we have the Nubian Sumo James, and joining us, two special guests on his night one festivities of WrestleMania. We got the man returning from last night, Mr. Raj. Tell us what you're smoking. Tell us what you are having to drink tonight. James, we're going to come back to you. I know you want to sell. And- oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No problem. Tonight, I'm powered by Clyde Mays, Alabama mm-hmm. style, uh, bourbon or whiskey, whatever you want to call it. And I'm smoking on my double, my double Maduro uh, nub. Very, you, very sir. good smoke. Looks and sounds good. And uh, returning back to the WrestleManiacs triumphantly is one of the members, the illustrious members of the Straight to Tape podcast. Mr. Perry, how you feeling? What's good? It's your man C. Perry Elysia II from Straight to Tape. Um... Yeah, I'm sponsored by Larceny this evening, uh, and I got my uh, Maduro 3000 uh, that I'll be lighting up lighting up during the post show. Sounds good. And then, uh, Mr. Perry, if you could go ahead, turn your, your camera on and back off. I got you. It's frozen. While the Nubian Sumo tells us exactly what he is smoking and drinking this evening on the eve of a new women's SmackDown champion. Well... In celebration of Miss Bianca Belair, I pulled out something very limited. It's a limited edition old tub, unfiltered, mm-hmm. only 10,000 bottles made. I was kind of hanging on to this, but being that we're in a special night tonight, I figure I'll go ahead and crack it on open. And I've dug into the crates a little bit in the humidor. And in celebration of our boy DP, who this is his first WrestleMania in heaven, I pulled out the La Coalition, which is uh, which is uh, the Coalition, which is our crew name, me and Raj and a few others. So in honor of him, I pulled this out tonight, and then. And, and uh, Perry, I'm going to go into a little gimmick infringement. We're on you, man. 
And I got a, I got my shirt. I got my T-shirt for you tonight. So hold no. on a minute. Shirt time. I can't see what it read what it says though, James. What does it say? Sex and violence. This is the old Edge T-shirt from back in the day. Ah, throwback. Ah, okay. Extra throwback. Yeah. All right, Perry, be joining us back in a second. Uh, but uh, while we're, uh, I see Rogers representing the Washington Nationals. That's cool with us. And I am representing next year's WrestleMania host, I would imagine, as he ushered yeah, in the assistant yeah, so, Yep. So uh, Dallas gets to have a win next year, if nothing else, at WrestleMania. We'll see how the rest of the football season goes out there. But uh, I can only imagine <laughs> that part is going to be pumped into everything when it comes down to that brand new stadium and uh, how they're going to make that state of the art for WrestleMania to spend all that lovely money. So I'm going to see if uh, we can uh, get Mr. Perry back in here because. Send him another one, see if we can uh, get him to slot in. So I know we had history being made at the end of the night. But are you guys aware that, in my opinion, history was also made at the beginning of the night with the new WWE reset, uh, which traditionally happens at WrestleMania or the Monday after, uh, of the then, now, and forever sizzle reel? Uh, when you're watching that WWE logo, there was more African-Americans in and throughout that uh, that video sizzle reel than I have ever seen. And this is excluding The Rock uh, throughout fans as well as uh, past and present superstars. So we started with that. So that, that set up everything. And then to have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks make history as the first African-American females to main event. WrestleMania, you know, that I told you how the night was going to go. Yes, sir. Side note, JBL's a bitch. <laughs> okay, go ahead and explain. If you saw the pre-show, which I don't know if anybody said is watching this podcast, JBL tried to downplay it and saying, oh, they're just two great athletes. It's not necessary that they two African-American women uh, you know, that's headlining WrestleMania night one. Kind of sort of like, you know, Black Lives Matter, and they say all lives matter. I'm, I'm not going to go in no political spill. I'm just saying JBL should have kept his mouth, should have kept his trap shut. Yeah. And, this coming, and this coming from the guy who's always talking about Ron Simmons being the first black heavyweight champion. Exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yes. We, we all know how that goes, so we're not going to jump too deep into politics yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I just want to get that. Um, they, can be, uh, they can be close to the chocolate, but still be extra vanilla. Let's just put it that way. True. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to put it, put it succinctly. So, uh, James, if you want to text Perry and see, uh, it's coming up as him having some technical difficulties. So we'll see if uh, we can get him back uh, very soon. So let me know when to try to send. Okay, he just, text, he just texted me and said he's trying to get back in. Okay, so uh, he came up as unavailable. So uh, keep you posted, and we'll slide him back in because I know he has um, some poignant remarks for the main event. But uh, we opened up with uh, the only way I think we should have: Vincent Kennedy McMahon ushering in a new era, basically what we can call it, 
of WrestleMania going forward, uh, coming off of the heels of what we all have experienced and we're done with, no fans and dealing with the pandemic and all these other things, and truthfully watching AEW be successful in their presentation, in my opinion, because they had natural audio. Even if it's just the superstars, natural audio. We saw the benefit of natural audio um, during uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver both nights. It just sounded better, flowed better, felt better. It was more organic and visceral and reactionary opposed to the pipe-in that sometimes, to me, was insulting uh, because I don't want you to tell me who to like or what spots to do or if this is awesome. I want to chant it on my own. So Vince opening, I thought that was uh, perfect. Uh, all the superstars that could come out and be out, because if you notice, Bray Wyatt wasn't out. The Fiend wasn't out for obvious reasons, because you got to protect the character in some instances. Uh, but uh, a lot of the other superstars were out. And then we had uh, BB Rexa give us America the Beautiful. So do you guys have any comments or any feeling about just the the way WrestleMania started pre-delay? <laughs> um, I had no issue with it. I didn't know who B.B. Rex it was, but, oh, okay. I'll just leave that alone. I don't want no Me Too movements in here. So, yes, it was great. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, go find go go find El Boogie and ask her who it is. I'm sure she can tell I'm you. sure she knows, yeah. I will That's say his daughter, by the way. Hopefully it was a conscious conversation with somebody to have that Cindy Lauper-esque hairstyle. Uh, maybe that was just me that, that I felt like it was a, a good throwback to uh, the beginnings of WrestleMania period. Uh, so I was like, oh, you know, she kind of got that Cindy Lauper feel going on. So I was cool with that. But the rain delay, in my opinion, I know it caused us to go to a longer overrun, but I'm already always conditioned from what it used to be to have WrestleMania in when it was just one night only at midnight or pretty much darn near. But the rain delay, in my opinion, actually worked in a WWE's favor because it gave some superstars the opportunity to shine, to cut promos off the cuff, not scripted. And right. there was a couple of them that actually, I thought, made the pay-per-view more than what would have happened or, or the, the promotional reel that was played. Uh, like, uh, my opinion, the New Day and Big E. Yes, Done what it needed to do. Drew McIntyre and that altercation with Bobby Lashley when they all crashed in on Shane McMahon. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> um, so, you know, tell me what you guys thought about uh, uh, that rain delay and, and how they pieced that together. I thought that was done reactionarily, if that's a word, really smart. Oh, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was it, like you said, it was good for the show. I mean, to actually see somebody actually go off the cuff and 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 do and, and do a pro cut a promo without having to remember a script or whatnot at the last minute, you know, it was good. That was good that that happened. Yeah, and you saw. But the, but, but the one thing I did, one thing that came to mind though, <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, it, with all with all the sound issues in the beginning and everybody slipping around and whatnot, I was like, blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Can you see me now? <laughs> uh, oh, we, we got, got uh, Mr. Uh, back. Camera's off. Hold on. Yeah, he's just getting back in. Let him get it. Let him get straightened hey. out. Hey, hey, hey you coming? There you go. We, uh, we got as, far as, as far as that, the, the interviews, 
I thought that the Drew McIntyre interview, you could see the emotion in him. He was trying to hold it back. You know, he got he got caught up in the moment. I thought that was good that they did that. So yeah, yeah. I agree. So uh, I guess it's apropos to uh, you jumping back in, Perry, because we're also working through a delay of you coming back on. So we were talking <laughs> about the uh, rain delay that we had and how the yeah. WWE kind of recovered really well, and that was some great off the cuff uh, promos that were cut. Um, just what they were piecing together, and it actually, in my opinion, on some of the matches enhanced them. So what was your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's the, that's what happens when you do a show outside, period. Okay? So, you know, I caught some of the promos. I'm be honest with you, I was kind of in and out of them because I was just waiting for, you know, I was just waiting for the, for the show to start. You know what I mean? So, I mean, to me, it, it is what it is. I mean, I caught a little bit of the, I caught a little bit of that Kevin Owens promo, but I mean, that was, you know, you know, that, that, that was, that was pretty much it. I was just waiting for the, I was just waiting for the show to start. Not, nothing wrong with that. I'm quite sure everybody was, but it's almost like one more little jab from 2020 uh, into uh, the recovery that we're having in 2021. Plus, it's also Florida, so why the heck not? That's exactly. what happens. <laughs> Par for the course. So, here's the night. Uh, we started with uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. You guys tell me that for that they set the pace. Did they make it happen? Did they give us everything that we needed to have? And did Bobby Lashley walk away more enhanced as a heel? And did uh, Drew McIntyre lose anything? from doing the honors at Mania. Go ahead, Perry. Okay. So, look, I was glad to see the main event of the 2016 uh, TNA Slammiversary uh, mm. replayed again uh, at the start of, uh, of this show. And this was another, to me, this was another it is what it is because I'm already used to seeing um, uh, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley put on good matches when they're in the ring with each other. Okay. I mean, you know, to, you know, to some of the, you know, to some of the WWE only fans, nah, this ain't their first time in the rodeo. And it's not their first time in the, in, you know, in the rodeo, you know, in a, in a main spot. Okay. Uh, so what I saw was what I expected because I've seen it before and I've right. seen them deliver together. You know, it just took it just took the WWE four damn years after they did it before to finally figure out that they had, you know, that there was something with Drew McIntyre and there was something with Bobby Lashley. They had to leave the E to develop it. So you come back to, me to deliver it. So, all right. Well, you know what? Stay on that thought because I'm gonna add a little, a uh, little bit of extra prodding in there. So, since you're talking about them leaving the E and coming back, and the E discovering, okay, this is a great idea. Do you think the okay, great idea, or the aha moment is coming because of the pressure that they're starting to develop or recognize from AEW, saying we've got to start letting some of this talent that we've got that have proven themselves in other places actually do something before another major talent goes over there, 
does what they were doing before the E and become extremely successful a la John Moxley? Uh, not until Vince kisses the casket. <laughs> I'm just real. I'm just yeah, real. real. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. Not, until, not until Vince kisses the casket. I mean, uh, because you're still going to see that over and over and over again. <laughs> Okay. I mean, they saw, you know, they, they saw what Derek Bateman uh, did when he was EC3. And they brought him back on the strength of that and then still couldn't figure out how to freaking use him. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And once he, once he, once, and even, you know, just, just, just sorry, tangent. Once he, uh, you know, finishes the uh, indie scene and finish what he's about to do in Ring of Honor, you know, they're going to be sniffing his butt again. Because that's just what they do, and it's and it's gonna. I'm sorry, it's going to be this vicious cycle until. Well, I think Vince, Tony Khan may scoop him up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think but, he's a great talent. Him versus uh, Brian Cage would be a hell of a match. He, he's an incredible talent. What uh, what he you know what he did just you know what he just did at the anniversary show with uh, with Jay with uh, with Jay, Jay Briscoe. Briscoe. Isn't yeah. it? match okay but look, look, look. we, we, we talking, talking resume okay but uh you know I, I i don't i just don't see the pushing in the product all right i want to because you know i want to see both products better all right but i you know i i don't see i don't see it yet i'm gonna be quite honest with you uh you know this was the worst build-up to a wrestlemania that i had ever seen yeah the worst all right uh but you know, you get to the night, and then you get to the night, and you see what delivers. All right, and uh, I'll, I'll say this: I mean, I, you know, I, as much as I say the Bobby Lashley, um, this, you know, the Bobby Lashley match tonight with Drew, Drew, um, with, with Drew McIntyre, it, to me, it is what it is. But what they still did was deliver. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. They, they delivered. Yeah, they delivered. They delivered incredibly. Okay, incredibly, um, and and the, it, it was the correct ending. It was the I, correct ending. I agree, I agree, and and it, it made Bobby look good because that that rollover to still maintain the hurt lock. Mm-hmm. That exactly. was something that the average person wouldn't have expected out of Bobby Lashley, and, and that that's the story that they told, and we knew once it got put on, it was a wrap. And, and then, you know, also the uh, interference of an uh, MVP. The right. perfect distraction, and and, and not uh, think about it. Okay, uh, uh, a verbal distraction outside of a physical distraction. That's smart. That's smart booking. Yep. And they set and they set that up on Raw, the, the Raw before that. So yeah, yeah. And they had to drop the dead weight to make that happen, make it sellable. That puts. Yep. I know it's going to sound like a weird correlation, but that puts Bobby Lashley in the same line as Brock Lesnar with a Paul Heyman. You know, just a person outside to do their job in the right way is going to make a difference opposed to three people outside. And then you got all these extra distractions. So, uh, like I said, the right booking uh, makes yeah. sense. The only reason why I disagree with why I partially disagree with that is because I, I, I'm they, I'm totally against them breaking up the hurt business. Totally against that. OK, uh, totally against that. Yeah. You've been that discussion last night, Ross. What you think? Cedric Alexander and um, 
what, what's the other dude he was running Shelton, with? Ben, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. They got put out of the 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 Andre the Giant Royal last night, like within five seconds. So they it's like they they not even they they just it's almost like they discarded them at this point. But that, we're not gonna talk about that. Well, that's terrible. That's good. Well, that's terrible booking. I mean, uh, I mean, keep it real. Uh, once again, you know, going back to the past here. I mean, the 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 hurt the hurt business was a rip up rip off of the. Uh, uh, Beat down clan in, T- in TNA. Oh, and uh, oh, and Don Don Perry is a TNA Impact expert. Yeah, okay. just like you and Mark for WWE. Uh-huh. That's him with that's him with Impact I, I, and TNA. For for TNA too, I go all the way back to the solo. Yeah, but you know, but they, but you know, but they once again. They ripped that off. They, you know, they ripped that off, or they ripped off the main pieces of it, which was MVP and Bobby Lashley. Right, and they included and they included Sheldon Benjamin because of his run with MVP in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 they were a major tag team in Japan. Sheldon can always perform. I, I said a million times. I even met the man, so we had conversation about it. You know, it's just the mic skills is the only thing that prevents him from breaking through that plastic ceiling. That's it. Everything else is perfect pedigree. But and Cedric, you know, Cedric was the oh. Kenny King, the worker. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Not just a worker, but a worker. Uh-oh. But the match, the match was what I thought it was going to be. It was a good ending. I, I have nothing else to say. It, it set the tone for the rest of the night. You're right because uh, kind of got that pick right. Just saying, Actually, we all did. That, that, we all got that pick right. Well, no, we did, did, pick no, right. no. KG picked Drew. Oh, did, oh, did he pick Drew? Okay, KG oh. picked Drew. I, I'm going somewhere with this because I'm not sure about you two, but one of the three of us ran the board tonight. Just saying. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> just, just, just wanted to put that out there. KG, unfortunately, well, I only got I only got one loss, so yeah. That dub down, but, and I'm already in, I'm already in the hole for tomorrow night. He in the hole for tomorrow because he didn't pick Tamina and Natalya, so I did it. So yeah, <laughs> so you know we let that be what it's going to be. But speaking of which, good segue. That tag team turmoil match ended up it is it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, the the best look all across the board. There was still I would say it was more so nerves. Than anything, because there was some missed spots and the yeah, slip. Yeah, that was a hot miss. The slip point oh, and you know, just other things. Lana looked like her her lipstick had smudged. She almost looked like the Joker a little bit, which I think is why they didn't do a, a close up on her. Um, uh, Dana Brooke, I think, had a almost wardrobe malfunction um, in the areola category. So it was uh, <laughs> a lot going uh, on. What's the name? Uh, what's what's her partner's name? Uh, uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, yeah, she fell down, go boom on the yeah. way out. So <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of nerves yeah. in that match. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, and Tamina and Natty uh, did it. It was cool for Natty, though, to actually, she didn't really whisper it, but to tell Tamina to enjoy the moment and take her time before she did that splash. So I thought that was a, a good moment for, you know, Tamina to have her WrestleMania opportunity. So 
Now, but what about but what about throwing in Billy Kay and Carmella? I mean, what? Yeah, I, I don't I don't what understand what the purpose was that was too. I guess maybe it was just hey, let's just get him a check. Or Corey Graves could have uh, been in somebody's ear and said, hey, you know my boo is not on the card. Um, can y'all work that out? Who knows? Uh, okay, maybe it's just me, but tomorrow night's match between. Uh, Baszler and Jax versus Tamina and Natalia. Yeah, and Natalia. It would have been great if if they would have set this up three to four weeks ago and build it. Okay, because uh, there are so many natural stories that can be told with these two with these two wrestling with these two teams wrestling each other okay i mean you have uh you know you have dominant tag team champions all right in jacks and in baszler okay you have the cousin aspect between naya and tamina all right you mm-hmm. have the second generation wrestler aspect well, actually, with Natalia, third generation wrestler aspect, you know, a you know, you have two wrestlers that are from wrestling families. Oh yeah. Versus well, a dominant champ, you know, dominant champions with one of those dominant champions being from a wrestling family. Okay, there were so many stories that could have been told to actually build this to a good match. All right. Instead of just putting it in a throwaway, you know, eliminated. I agree. But I mean, some of that stuff, unfortunately, I think we have to just chalk up to COVID and and the life because. No, no, I'm sorry. I chalk it up. I chalk it up to poor booking. Okay. And I'm sorry. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been on the WWE's back about this for 50 years bad booking okay and this was a throwaway when you had an opportunity when you had an opportunity to build something that could have been halfway special i'm with you but i mean you know that was the only good video package that was out tonight was the uh the bianca and sasha yeah you know typically every video package is basically like a hollywood movie and pat well with exception of last year past wrestlemanias um so i mean I just gave them a, a, a pass on that, and we'll just let it be. Or they could be saving that for tomorrow night, so we don't know. So, you know, tonight could have been the throwaway just to segue into. Who knows? We'll have to see. We may have to put a pin in that one and then just uh, deliver on What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, I'll wait. That's what I said. <laughs> we'll see. They may surprise you. I, 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 I'll wait to see if they're going to surprise me. But I seriously there may be a little ticker at the bottom that says, see, we told you, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't see that ticker. You know, I was, you know, I was waiting for what I was expect, what I'm expecting to say. Yeah, we'll, then, we'll be, we'll be hearing story. about it tomorrow night for sure. Um, so then uh, I think uh, truthfully, performance wise, overall match of the night uh, for me, the number one candidate. Is going to be Cesaro versus uh, Seth Rollins. Oh, incredible! Yes, incredible! Yes. 
Good yeah. match. A great match. Well deserving. And uh, and and to and to piggyback off of Perry, Go ahead, James. Go ahead. Uh, Claudio Castronelli versus yeah. Tyler Black in Ring exactly. of Honor. And they brought they finally, finally brought back the UFO. How how, how many how many months ago was that, James? It was about three or four months ago you were talking about Cesaro and yeah. how we needed to uh yeah. Know, bring back the UFO. So yeah, no, when, it, it, it was it was a while ago. Yeah, but when, when Cesaro first came, that that used to be his finisher back in Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. And when he came into Ring of Honor, they told him not to use the UFO. They told they told him he could not use it. So that's why he started the swing, which was part of his move set in Ring of Honor as well. Right. But I but perfect. Yeah. I understand perfect. now. I understand now. You know. They 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 build up the swing. They build up the swing. He get Seth Rollins gets out of it three, four, five times. He's got to come up with something else. Got it in his back pocket. The UFO, <laughs> and it was and I was I, and and did I not call it hmm. right before he did it? I called it, didn't I? Yep. I, I, I sent a text message to Don and KZ. Mm -hmm. I was like, the UFO is coming. <laughs> the UFO is coming. Yep. And and as soon yep. as I hit the send button, there it was. It was. So yeah, I mean, great match, I, I, hand over fist, great placement of that match as well. I'm so happy that Cesaro finally got. He's finally get, finally getting a little. Finally getting some shine. Okay. But, yes, as a singles competitor. Yes. For as long as he's been with the company. Okay. For how great he was prior to getting there. Okay. Mm -hmm. prior to you know, prior to getting there, you know, once again, this goes back, you know, this goes back to how this company has misused good wrestlers. Okay. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and Claudio, Claudio has been one of them uh, for the, you know, for the longest time. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jay Burke. Okay. Jay Burke, get me, get me with this one. Okay. Cause uh, when I say it, when I say it, you're going to feel what I'm saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is something we're probably going to bring be bringing. I'm I'm probably be revisiting a, a, uh, later. You know, later in the card. Okay, if if the E actually gave a damn about tag team wrestling, you had one of the greatest tag teams of the past fifteen years under your banner. And you never use them or put them together. Would that happen to be the kings of wrestling? Bingo. 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 Claudio Castronelli and Chris Hero, who they know in WWE as Cassius Ono. Yeah. Yeah. They put them together one time. Mm -hmm. They put them together one time in a house show. And it and it was it was pretty much a run-in. And every and then the whole crowd started as soon as they, they did the run in, they finished it up, and they were in the in the ring together, looking at each other, and the whole crowd, K O W W O W. So yeah, that would have that I was waiting for that to happen, but yeah, of course it never did. So, but 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 I'm still glad I'm still glad he got his shine, okay? Because he is such a good worker, okay? Yep. Incredible worker. All right. Uh, who maybe needed a mouthpiece, you know, 
Well, he had Paul Heyman, and they squandered that. So, yeah. But yeah. you know, you know, they always squander people that Vince doesn't realize um, is going to be like a, a billion dollar talent. Uh, so if you're a Paul Heyman guy and you can't make me a billion dollars, yeah, we're going to have to let you go to the wayside right now. I got a question. I got a question, okay, uh, about this match or better yet, post-match. What's really left for Seth Rollins? Honestly, let's think about that, okay? Seth, really is in his, Seth is in his give-back time. That, that's, that's In my opinion, that's his role right now. It's the give-back. It's give, give opportunities like he did tonight with Cesaro to help build talent because there's nothing, there's no echelon for him to go yet that would make sense. Uh, he pushed it on him, people are hating. Yeah, he, I, and, and I get you with that, okay? Because that's exactly the same thing I was thinking. Uh, he's in the Jericho spot. Yep. He's in the Jericho spot, the gatekeeper spot. The uh, I'm going to help build, you know, I'm in the position to build talent spot. Right. Okay. Um, granted, granted, you know, big part of me when it comes to Seth, all right, when it comes to Seth, is hoping and praying. And Jay, you might know where I'm about to go with this. Hoping and praying, he 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 goes the Jonathan Good route and get to his best life outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I can, I can see, I can see him, I can see him ending his contract and going somewhere else. Yeah, but the problem is he's still got an anchor stuck in because we still got to deal with Becky. Not really. You got a whole bunch of wrestling. You got a whole bunch of wrestling couples right now that are AEW, WWE. So yeah, I mean, newborns need to stay behind because of Becky. Quality of life. I mean, look. I mean, I mean, Alana, I mean, Alana, I mean Alana, I, and Miro. I um, good life. It's it's a it's a family affair. Uh, I think between the two of them, they can make it happen. Um, and the WWE will find a lane for him that won't end up with him being a brand ambassador, but it may end up being something else. So he's he's kind of in that holding pattern. He can do what he needs to do. He's gonna you know put people over like Rey Mysterio. He's gonna put people over. Do what he needs to do. And then when the, the stars line up, because remember, Randy Orton was in a holding pattern, some of it because he's Randy Orton and a little crazy doing some things. But the other part is we just need that lane. And then, as we all know, once that fire is lit and Randy can sink those uh, pun intended viper like teeth into the situation, sky's the limit. And you're like, what the heck just happened? Where, where was this Randy the entire time? The only the only reason why I feel a little bit different about that, especially with the Randy Orton comparison, is because Randy's a lifer. Randy don't know nothing outside of WWE. Okay, uh, Kobe Lopez does. Yeah, and I agree. But I don't think anybody could use Randy Orton um, and the Randy Ortonness of himself somewhere else. I think it would be the reverse of what we're talking about. For people that have come over is like, well, what do we do with this guy? Because <laughs> he can't, we can't use the RKO. We can't have him say that, even though it's his initials, but everything he does is going to be WWE stuff. Yeah. So what, what do you go with him? So it's, it's like, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, it's like polar opposites. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Seth. Not everybody's Kurt Angle. Yeah, true. That's not true. everybody's not everybody's everybody's Kurt, Kurt Angle. You know, since the since the best parts of Kurt Angle's career were not with the WWE, but that's another yep. story for 
of the podcast. No, I agree. I agree. And that's the, the, the tragedy and blessing on both sides of the coin. Because, you know, WWE said, no, we don't want you to do that stuff because, you know, we don't want that on our head because all they're doing is Owen Hart flashbacks. And he said, well, I'm just going to take and go over there and become a, a Dagwood Hall of Famer <laughs> before I become a Hall of Famer with you. So, hey, I'm with it. But then I guess this is kind of a good segue to the fourth match of the night. Do you guys think, uh, Raja, I'll open up with you. Do you think the New Day is also in the holding pattern? Because uh, AJ Styles and Omos um, are the new champions. So Kofi and, and Xavier Woods, are they as well just helping people out? Or what's going I on? A, I got a problem with the booking of that match. I, I get it because I know Omos is a big dude. And and Kofi uh, and Kofi, how you how you win at WrestleMania a few years ago, headline WrestleMania, and you come three years later, and all you get is choke slam, and the dude steps on you, and you get pinned. That was some bullshit, man. Yeah, put some respect, put some respect on his name. Omos didn't even hit the mat, dude. He just stood around in the center of the damn ring. All the other giants is wrestling in the WWE or any other organization take bumps or at least they go down or something. That Bama did nothing. So I don't know if he can't wrestle. They haven't taught him something yet. I get it. You gave them the belts, but again, why? Raj, you, Raj, Andre the Giant, great colleague, um, the, who was it? Giant Gonzalez. These guys went probably a, a year, two years before they even took a, their first bump. Don't forget the about the Yeti. Okay. Don't forget about the Yeti. And the Yeti. Okay. <laughs> I, I get it. But did they all, in their first match at, in the wrestling ring, did they get belts? Well, no. That's a different but, era. We, yeah, you talk, we're talking a whole different era, too, like you said. Him for best, he walks out the champion. I will buy it for real. Pass me with the BS, whatever. I still didn't like the booking of it. Uh, you lost, you lost to former uh, former center at Morgan State University. Hey, hey. okay. With that, my wife works for Morgan. No, no, this ain't no diss. This ain't no diss. <laughs> That's a okay? shout out to Bebo right there. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a diss. It's not a diss at all. But still, okay. Three years ago, this man was a college senior. At Morgan State University in the MEAC playing center. Okay. Okay. They grab him up. All right. Uh, he was doing NXT house shows and not many NXT house shows. Right. Because he was still training. All right. But based off of that look, he gets grabbed. He gets grabbed for an on air role mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, for. Uh, for that, yeah, yeah, for, for that, uh, for that travesty that was Raw Underground. Yeah, I remember that because he was actually initially supposed to be under um, Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, yep. they had a lot of people lined up for Bivens that he just couldn't figure out what to, to make work um, until recently. But you know, that's a whole nother story. But um, uh, I agree with uh, you, Roz. I think it, I would say it was the booking. I would say it's the 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 job of the road agent to make sure that the story that's being told makes sense. Yeah. And story they told with, you know, okay, we want AJ. That's the game plan. AJ Styles did his job. The New right. Day did their job up until that point. 
his job as a big man, and the the travesty in this is the big man that they needed to teach him what to do. That has been there and gone through the fire and has been forged through understanding his role is now in AEW, and that's the big show. And that's the big show. That's true. So the person that needed to teach him, the only thing Omos did right was stepped over the rope. Shout out to Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who allowed Shaq at every time he stepped in to like, what are you doing? Come on. But again, well, let me, what again? Why did you take, you see, but hold on, but why did you take that? You could have had the Hurt Business drop the damn belt at WrestleMania. Why did you let New Day take that spot? New Day, I don't think you, I'd rather them beat the, beat the Hurt Business instead of New Day. New Day, New Day is better chasing than holding. Yeah. They are a better tag team chasing the belts than they are holding the belts. I'll give you that. You know, you could, they, they, they're 11-time champions. I mean, how many more times can they have it, you know? Yeah, and all this is, and all this all this match was, was to build up Omos, period. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it goes back to, it goes back to disrespecting and not caring about tag team wrestling, okay? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, you have, you have your one set of champions in the ring against a non-tag team. And you have your other set of champions not even on the show. Not even on the show. Didn't even defend the belt. They showed up in the spot to do a fucking interview. Yep. Well, yeah, they had them on SmackDown defending the belts in a four way. Yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah. In a in a four way. In a four. That, that was a, a that was just a phone in episode. To be honest with you, and, and jerk, they, they just had to eat up airtime. And jerking the best team there. Yep. Jerking the best team there. But, like it, said, it would be believed if Omos. What, if they would have told him what to do, then it would have just made sense. All he had to do was play the big man. The the, the hot tag would have came from AJ. All he had to do, it looked like we were going to get it, was the big old chop and then, you know, just wear him down and, you know, a, a press slam or something. Right. And then AJ comes in and just takes the tag and then goes and does uh, the phenomenal forearm. Omos could still be in the ring like, what are you doing? And then they could have played with that. Well, y'all aren't still an established tag team. I'm just making sure we're going to win. You do what I tell you to do because I pay you. And Omos is just like, fine, whatever. And now we're champions. Yeah. Something like that, that, that would have just... I, I tag on the back. I tag on the back. Omos still doing the... Uh, AJ leaps over him, leaps on him, hits the phenomenal forearm, and gets the pinfall. Exactly. That would have been better than what we, than what we ended up getting. Right. I actually like the match. I actually think they did the right thing with with or just focusing on Omos. You know, having having him sit there outside the ring all that time. He gets the tag and he does his he does his big man thing. I mean, he's he's supposed to be untouchable. He's supposed to be in, impenetrable or whatever, in, well, invincible. So well, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. Good they, they focused. Good the, the, the match did what it was supposed to do. It was supposed yeah. to focus Omos and put okay. the onus on him. Okay, it's so set up for, for them to have a rematch. So, okay, so Thanks. let me ask you this: Who are they going? Who? Who? Let, let's, let's just look at just looking down the road. Who's going to be their next opponent to try to take the strap off of them? Then it don't matter because they're going to have them belts for a while. As long you know, it's going. 
it's going something's going to happen like like y'all said something's going to happen where where they're going to end up breaking AJ and Omos are going to end up breaking up as a team or they're going to somebody's going to do something and to AJ and AJ ends up getting pinned and they lose the belts there's no uh-huh. there's no way in hell you're going to have Omos taking a pin anytime within the next 2 years at least if the new day doesn't win on a rematch then just for James, there will be a tournament. And it will be one of those we just put people together situations where Braun Strowman <laughs> is going to be thrown together with somebody else. Not another tournament, team. please. Right. Yeah. Just Not because. another tournament. It's the whole thing. What else? Well, yeah. Well, Braun Strowman, yeah, they're going to probably have to put Braun Strowman with somebody because he's the only one that probably can match him in the yeah. ring at this point. Well, that, how old is that kid now that he won the belts with at that WrestleMania? How old is that kid now? Uh, he's almost old enough to legally wrestle. Uh, right. He can't drive yet. <laughs> if his parents still allowed, he's almost old enough. Who knows? I'm still mad about that. I'm like, really? That that's that's in the the the, the lexicon of champions is uh, some kid. That's just jealousy, though. That's just jealousy. Could have been me. Uh, so. I'm glad we got a chance to get our, our moments together and talk about that because right after that, we had a eh, match with uh, Shane versus Braun in a steel cage. And that, that's pretty much, to me, that's all needs to be said. Just, eh, Shane did his job. Braun did his job. Braun did his job. Shane, did his, Shane, Shane took his bump like he always does. Man, let's go. Now, there was one thing different about this cage match from any other one, and that was the... That was the pull away, the pulling away of the cage at the top. Nobody's done that before, so that would that made the match actually interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Other than the, other than everything else that happened, nobody's yeah. ever pulled one of those sheets off the top and used it, you know. So I mean, sure. it was it was well, interesting. Never been a sheet off the top. <laughs> well, no, they've had those sheet, they've had those uh, sheets up there for a while no, now, you know, size, for for, sta- for, sta- for standing for people to stand it's, on it's to try to jump off the top of the top of the cage. It's, uh, it's a little lip that's built in. It's not a removable anything. That was it was a plant, obviously. Um, right. Um, Shane bumps. Um, Braun grunts. Next. Next. Yep. <laughs> What's the I next match? Let's go. Pretty much next. It. Uh, next is actually the the close second match of the night, and then I want to give definite praise to the Miz for showing why he is yes. and, and should have been on the list. Miz, one of Miz. the best uh, workers out there. Miz, uh, shout out to Bad Bunny who has been training for the last almost and six it, and months. And his show, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was shocked at the moves that Bad Bunny was doing, and I, I didn't think he was going to do that much. Yeah, and when he pulled that uh, AJ Styles uh, 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 suplex on the on the on the on the on the side of the ring, I, I geek. I, I geek. Now, hey. I will I will say this. I will say this. I have said for a while that the best first match pay per view non wrestling performance, in my opinion. Has been D'Angelo Williams in TN in, in Impact. Right. I agree. About- yeah, okay. <laughs> now yeah. I will say. But D'Angelo Williams is- was an athlete though. Yeah, true. Now the, the only thing, the only thing that made him that kept his match from being perfect was he overshot that table. Mm, that yeah. was it. But that but that wasn't really his fault because they didn't pull the table out far enough for him. 
So that wasn't really his fault. But I may have to give the Bad Bunny that title now. Right. Because, uh, I, I mean, bad, I, mean, bad, like I was said, shocked. I, wasn't ex- I was expecting some things because he he's was, been training. He was doing- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was expecting some things because he was training, but I'd be damned if I was going to expecting a Canadian destroyer from that motherfucker. Thank you. <laughs> that part. Thank you. Bruh. And he took his bumps, too. He oh, took- yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yo, I was, I was he shocked. Took some, he took some nice bumps. He took yeah, some he nice bumps time. in that match, man. And that's something that, you know, truthfully, very few celebrities have had. Is time right. that for it part. Ring. Clock time actually wrestling, not just Pop, pop, pop like a Floyd Mayweather. Get a couple shots in, jump back out, and let the wrestler do the do the job. No, I mean, dude, if he was a comeback, and he started the match. Yeah, yeah if he was a comeback to become twenty four seven champion, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, get the, yeah, go go find our truth and get the belt. Back. And, and this would be the one time that truth isn't rolled up. It would actually be some type of a finish. So you're like, well, that's just bad bunny. He can do that. <laughs> uh, no. Extremely, I mean, extremely, extremely impressed. I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. I mean, he looked he looked convincing. Okay, uh, he you know he looked like he looked convincing. He looked like he wanted to be there. Okay, mm-hmm. he sold. He sold. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a huge that you know that's a huge difference and you know and he had he showed a really good moon uh, move set all right and I mean when I say he sold I yeah. mean he might have been to, he might have had a couple of days with Ricky Morton Dude, that type stuff hey whoever trained him in the power center down in Orlando down in Orlando did a good job with him man yep. Yeah, like I said, you know, also kudos to the Miz because he was um you can hear it a couple of times, but definitely uh, the general of that match. Uh Morrison did his job on the side part, but um, you know, the Miz was keeping a pace, calling yeah. that match and making sure that everybody looked good what, what they were supposed to do, even help Damian hey, Priest get they, through his nerves and hey, this way he could do his stuff hey, too. Somebody hey, somebody in my ear over here said he didn't know Bad Bunny wasn't a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Not a wrestler. It's a Raj was like, oh no, he's like some Latin rapper or some shit. Yeah. I was impressed. He he did some stuff. And when he did AJ Styles move, I was like, no. So we Petey need to say, that's a Petey Williams. Give Petey no, that's Williams. Petey Williams. Yeah, Petey, Petey Williams, Williams was a Petey Williams invented the Canadian destroyer. Okay. Okay. Well, AJ was what I saw do it all the time. Yeah, Petey was first. You saw they hesitated on naming it. (laughs) So somebody. Yeah, it was Booker Booker T of all people, the bunny, the bunny destroyer. The bunny destroyer. Yeah. (laughs) Any other promotion? (laughs) They called that so fast. Right. Oh, Canadian destroyer. So that's a whole other story. All right, so uh, before we get to the main event, uh, we did have an interesting surprise, for lack of a better term. And this is just taking a small little detour into the video game department where uh, we're still dealing with arguably the worst wrestling game of all time, uh, being WWE 2K20 and that lovely piece of hot garbage. 
But we did get a nice little snippet and see that the cover athlete or uh, the head uh, superstar for WWE 2K22 is going to be Rey Mysterio. So that'll be interesting talking about coming soon. It better come in 2K22 and not, uh, or 2022, instead of coming out this year and it'd be some hot garbage again. But I just wanted to put that out there and recognize that they showed the game. Uh, I'm still more looking forward to AEW's presentation since mm-hmm. they've the pedigree from uh, Ukes. And we know that it's already going to be hot fire because they know what they're doing. So good luck, 2K. And then that's all we're going to say about that because now it's time for the reason for the season, the main event. Uh, I'm not, I don't even have to say names. We already know. We've already addressed it. So tell me what you feel. <coughs> Actually, Perry, you go first because you said you wanted to come back to uh, this match when we hit it at the proper time. I, uh, first time that I was on this, this esteemed podcast was for the, uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we were doing predictions. And it was one thing that I said on that show was put a rocket on Bianca Belair's back. All right. I said that in November. Okay, and we saw it tonight. Uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great performance by both. Yeah. Right. Uh, once again, Sasha. You know, Sasha. Uh, you know, Sasha. You know, damn Charlotte. Sasha's been the one. Okay, uh, has been the one. The pure ring general. Okay, uh, the reason. The you know the real reason, you know, that the women's revolution is what it is. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, Beck, Beck, you know, Becky just had her stone cold moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why she's where she, you know, where she is at. Okay. But the Shawn Michaels of the joint, that's Sasha, man. That's who's, you know, that's who's built that. Uh, Bianca, uh, from the first moment that I saw her in NXT, I knew she had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, you know, t- to me, there were still so many times they could have given her the belt over Shayna Baszler, which they should have. However, you know, it worked out the way it worked out. And this match worked out the way it worked out. And this match was historic. Okay. JBL, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Ain't, look, I hate to bring race into this, but ain't no white man going to tell me what black history is, bro. This is black history. Fuck yep. you. All right. Yep. Um, you know, you've never seen two black women in a main event, period. Okay. In a main event of a major show. And that's what you saw tonight. And it put on a good show at that, Perry. Let me, let me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even before before this match, I agreed with Don Cesaro and Seth match of the night. But when that match came on and that match ended, Moment. that was it. Well, that was that that was match of the night for That's me. That's the only smart book, and they did the whole <clears> thing, making that, the, that the making that the uh, main event tonight. From us, we knew it was going to go down that way. We just need to see it play out. Mm-hmm. So I removed that one when I called Cesaro and Seth match. <clears> Because that was, I wasn't. I thought that was just going to be a fluff match. We're just going to pass by, you know, maybe eight, ten minutes and over. But 
I was thoroughly entertained from that match. Bianca, I was just waiting, and I just wanted to see the story that they was going to tell and how Sasha was going to ride the roller coaster with us uh, of emotion uh, to help Bianca get there. And yeah, was, when, and it, emotion, emotion is the word of this yeah. damn match. Yes, because when was, from the okay. time from the time they started, the ring bell rung, and Bianca started crying. Yes, just from the react, just from the reaction. Yeah, and then when when she came off of the four fifty and the falls finish, and that that moment <clears throat> was talking about with the crying, that was her Rock uh, Hogan moment, right? She, Whenever yeah, they were just looking back and forth. If they would have did that, that that would have been perfectly fine. But you know, the way the crowd was starting to go, you know, let uh, Sasha EST, you know, that that champ was building, and you know, rightfully so. But go ahead, I'm sorry, I just wanted but, to put out that comparison. But no, 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 I was just saying to be um, the when you when you mentioned emotion, I mean she, that 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 added to the match her actual genuine emotion being in that match and being in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. to where instead of her being around, you know, you know, just hard yeah. and ready, you know, yeah. you know, you know, she actually yeah. had a moment, you yeah. know, in the in the ring. Is she is she, 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 she start using her hair as a weapon? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, she's well, been doing she's, before, but I get, thought they, they told her to stop because she was whipping people like for real. Oh, and well, no, no, no. She she they actually she 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 has used she's used her hair. Uh-huh. Before in matches, not she not. doesn't use it often. She doesn't not. use it often. I mean, it's like for like special moments. Like if she had, if she can't do anything else. Then that's something okay. that she pulls okay. out. Sort that. Okay. Now, now with Sasha, where Sasha's concerned, this is the first time I've seen any opponent uh-huh. use the braid against her this her much. Apology. Well, this, I mean, Shayna did a good job of it. She used it too. Yeah, she did. She did too. But this is the most I've seen the braid used against her. And, in and any that's match. what I liked about the uh, the storytelling because I thought the the buildup was going to be somehow into the KOD, and that was going to be the finish. But then, as I saw the hair more and more, I started to think, Are they going to let her do it? Are they going to let her do it? And then when you heard that crack, I was like, Oh my god! Yeah, Jeez. I mean that's the loudest one. I I thought that was like pipe. Yeah. In, but uh, when I saw that whelp, when, you saw that whelp when she was on the side of the ring, I was like, "Oh my god!" She called Thank her Sasha Banks for saying right. yes. I will do she that. She called her her stiff. <laughs> I was stiff. Oh my god! And and and, and in the way she was on the floor, and she kind of played it up and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Raise that's your it. arm. Raise your arm. <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, yeah, that's arena. I mean, I'm an open stadium, and you heard that sound. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was yeah. like, it was. That's why I was like, wow, it was that loud. I thought it was piped in. Uh, <laughs> I went for piping, bro. That that's when we. I wish Jr. was there because that would have been you killed him as God is my. <laughs> she slapped the hell out of him. Oh my god! She cut her in half. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those Jim Ross moments right there. Yeah. Uh, For sure. But, um, you know, overall, night one did everything I needed it to do. Because, truthfully, in my opinion, I think that still night one is more stacked in reference to quality matches than night two. That's just me. Uh, I mean, just just to, to recap what we have, you got KO and Sami Zayn, Big E versus Apollo, The Fiend and Randy Orton, Oscar versus Rhea, 
um, Roman versus Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Oscar versus Rhea. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to bring it tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. You got Riddle versus okay. Sheamus, and then Nia Jax and Shayna versus uh, Natty and Tamina. So well, you know they got to stack the first night because the first night is just like the opening match. So yeah. you got to set a tone for what's coming up yeah, the next that's, day. That's, that's a big tone, James. Yeah. Well, it is. They got so they they got a, they got a uh, they got a big step on that ladder to make up for. So yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna be big honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Night one is only about one match. Okay. I mean, as much as you know, like I said, you know, as much as bad, you know, as much as the bad bunny match was a pleasant surprise, okay. Yeah. As much as uh Cesaro and uh, Seth delivered, okay. This this night one to me was always going to be, oh and, and of and of course the the uh, Slammiversary rematch okay yeah. um, night one was always going to be about one match to me and that was that main event and just like uh, night two night two is all about the main event but the pleasant surprise that everything for the most part was just good um, I couldn't ask for anything more this was. Uh, WrestleMania, and that was my 60 bucks. That was my 9.99 for Lord Rest Your Soul, WWE Network. I got my money's worth. I was happy with that. Night two, I want to have the same feeling without the main event. Just everything else just needs to come. And I think match tonight is going to be, if I had to predict it, it's going to be Sami Zayn versus KO. Or predict to, to, to keep the theme going. Removing Kevin the, Steen, Kevin Steen versus yes. El Generico. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at me, but if I have to put if I have to put money on matching the night tomorrow night, what you gonna Biggie, say? Uh, the, the the women's tag? No, Biggie and Apollo. Yeah, Biggie I said I said yeah. I said the same they thing. They need to bring it. They need to bring it. Tomorrow. I, I said the same are thing. Gonna, are they gonna take the shackles off of Apollo and Big E? Are we going to get the, 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 the New Day Big E, or are we going to get the five-count Big E? Uh, I think, look, to be honest, I, I, I think we're going to get a not a Big E that we've been seeing. Uh, we're definitely not going to get a New Day Big E, because, to be quite honest with you, for the past two months, we really have not seen a New Day Big E. But we've been yeah. seeing a, a Big E that's developing. But we've, but we've finally seen we are finally seeing Uha Nation, Uha Nation, in WWE. Now we just gotta. Now I just wish for God to get rid of that Apollo Cruz thing. So, yeah. they, so I out of the matches tomorrow night, that's the match I'm looking forward to the most. Okay, yeah. uh, because they, you know, because they, you know, you they finally found a way to develop. Uh, you know, Apollo Crews, and all they're really doing is going back to what Apollo Crews was before he got to the E. Yep. Right. And I and I said and I've said that in the past show that the same exact thing. But um that I think like we're gonna see, right there. I think we're going to see uh more vicious version of Biggie Langston back when he was with AJ Lee. And Dolph Ziggler, please, please, yeah. 
please. Because they, because they built this up to make this personal. You know, so uh, I think I think it's going. And plus, he's in his hometown. Even though I've already said he's going to lose the match, <laughs> but he's going to lose the match. But you know how they do. You know how they do the hometown boys in uh in big matches. So uh, no, keep it real. Keep it real. You know how they. You know. You know how. You know how they do uh, the hometown brothers and sisters in the. You know, in the big matches. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's what I was saying. Truth be told, before we tap out, I will say out of everything that's going to happen tomorrow night, there's really one superseding uh, uh, cross-promotional uh, main event that I'm looking forward to, and that's the Broker Skull session with Chris Jericho. Because mm-hmm. I want to see yeah. if they're going to – Jericho's already said Sammy Guevara's name on – we'll just call it quote-unquote WWE programming. So I want to see if Jericho is going to take full advantage of that Peacock money and just say what he's going to say. And if he does that, that'll be the moment of the night right there, hand over face. I don't care what happens with Edge Roman and Daniel Bryan. Him saying, well, you know what? Vince said he was just going to let me go, so I went. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'll take that hand over fist watch, UJ. And I hope Stone Cold isn't afraid to be the well to do what needs to be done yeah. for that dollar. Right. I don't want it to be fluffy. Right. Like don't don't pull shots and all that. You know, if you're gonna ask the question, you're gonna have the conversation, you need to go there. Period. Yeah, this will be that's, a true test. This will be a true test of what broken skull sessions actually is. Yep. So is yeah. yeah. It'll be a it'll be a true test of what the E will allow him to do. We're well, broken skull sessions on there. It's their not body. the E anymore. It, it, that's peacock money. Oh, you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, it, it, but still, but still, there's still that's an like influencer. That, that check is separate. There there's still an influencer there. Okay. Uh, so yeah. it's you know, so it, so it might be the E with a little P in it, but still. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, but if we get Jericho, that means I wouldn't be surprised if the next broken skull is CM Punk, because we know they can't cage his mouth. So that that'll be another one right there, and then hey, look, 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 look. I don't, I don't know if Tony, I don't know if Tony is going to allow that one. However, that's 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 only a part of my uh, conspiracy theory for tonight. All right, well, we'll put a pin in that and let people uh, mull on it, and we'll see if we can get some expounding on that tomorrow because we're not going to keep the people any longer than an hour because there's a lot of Bianca Belair celebrating to do but just out of curiosity for uh james and Roz before we uh hit the bricks did you guys uh do your drinking game for the the uh the thigh slaps no i, I didn't do i didn't I, I didn't really catch a lot of thigh slaps i mean <laughs> so i mean i was actually listening for them i i i figured the one that would actually happen would be during the bad bunny match right and I figured that uh, I figured that you know the uh, AJ Styles and uh, New AJ Styles almost a New Day match would have some, but I didn't really catch any. Yeah. Tonight, I, I I just wanted to call back to that because I was like, man, this is sober at night. If they was really going to do that drinking game, because <laughs> I didn't see anything, and you know we didn't really get the claymore, so the the default move that would have given us at least one drink didn't happen. Right. <laughs> Can I share just one thing? Oh yeah. just you know just on a capper of uh you know of you know uh, of the, what's about to be the end of WrestleMania week okay um 
if y'all get a chance, uh, one of the best matches I've seen this week, go back, go, go, go out of your way to find Josh Barnett versus John Moxley at Bloodsport Six from this past Thursday night. Okay, uh, my fate. Yeah, and it's and look, I'm sorry for like the past three to four years. My favorite thing about WrestleMania week has been all of those shows that are in town that are not WWE shows. All the indie shows, yeah. Those, those, are, those are usually some good shows, yeah. Yes, yes. And I'm surprised, and I haven't heard anything about WrestleCon this year, so I don't know. I don't know if that actually most, happened. Well, look, most of the shows, most of the shows were uh, were were from Game Changer. Okay, uh, Game Changer did you know they've been doing shows since Thursday. Uh, today, mo- a lot of today's shows are mainly ultra violent shows, uh, especially uh, especially Alex Cologne's uh, Death Planet, which was which was some incredibly ultra violent stuff. There's ultra violent show on right now. I haven't looked at the lineup yet. Uh, also, sh- you know, also shouts out to uh, Faye Jackson. Uh, she finally, you know, she finally got her. Uh, her gray sweatpants battle royal off yesterday, uh, which oh, is supposed right. to be her. Yeah, who was, was who was who was the who was the surprise that replaced surprise wrestler that replaced her? Uh I didn't get a chance to watch it. I just seen I've been seeing clips, but it's but it's mainly just because this is her last event. Right. Yeah. She's uh, she's gonna retire after this. After that, she retired after that yeah. match. Which, so, is, after that. Which, is, which is sad because she is such. She is such a talent that yeah. should have, you know that 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 really really should have been on a major stage. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, she, but she's done great things on the stage, you know, stage that she's had. You know, stranger uh, things can happen. To be honest, I, I would expect her to somehow, in some shape, manner, or form, end up in AEW because they need some seasoned talent for the women to help build that division and the storylines, and then to become an on-air talent. You could still yeah. get some of it. She could still bump here or there. But her playing off of a Britt Baker, oh, man, that, that would be some great promos to just let them go. Or her, yeah, her, her, uh, and Big, her and Big Swole, you know, well, even, yeah. or even tag teaming. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I would imagine if, if Tony Khan doesn't do that, he's stupid. Just saying. No, I agree. I agree. Well, actually, I agree. she could be the mouthpiece that's needed for Jay Cargill. Do you really think JD is a mouthpiece, though? Hand over fist. She's she's just it, it's it's not natural to me. I mean, ratchet. It's ratchet, but it yeah, she's trying. Ratchet. She's trying to be ratchet. She's trying. Yeah, she's trying. She's overdoing the ratchetness as she's talking. It's just not coming through. <coughs> and you know, and I look at her as their answer to Bianca. Bianca's just natural. She's not trying to be the EST. She's just delivering the EST. Right. Jade is an Instagram killing it. But as soon as she opens her mouth, it's like, ah. But if you give me Big Swole, totally polar opposites. I believe Swole is going to beat uh, Jay Cargill hand to a fist all day long just because of the promo. Right. And, and that's the thing. But with the right mouthpiece, you know, it'll ah, come great. in line. That could great. be fake. So. Hopefully. And, you know, Lord knows here we've uh, tagged her several times and, you know, tried to impress upon her how much we appreciate uh, James, uh, you know, gushing over her. So I even bought the shirt. I bought her shirt. Damn it. 
I was getting there. See, I, I rest my case. I'm just gonna hang my hat on that one, ladies and gentlemen. You got that creep squad. You got the creep squad shirt, right? I got the creep squad shirt. Yes. We're just gonna hang the hat there, and James, he is what he is. The shirt says it all. So, uh, for the sideline junkies. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? We have we have to give our guest his due. I'm fine. Go ahead. I was about to. Yeah, uh, I'm just making I'm just making sure because you like you always were trying to rush us off. I was so, about to thank everybody, but go ahead, James. You know what? You're gonna close now. Okay. So Mr. Mr. Lisa, would you please let everybody know how they can find you and your podcast, sir? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Straight to tape. Uh, you know, we do a live show Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live and on Twitch. Uh, you can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, you can also, you know, follow us on our social media platforms, IG, Twitter, Twitch, and of course, Facebook. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, S2T Media. That's usually where, you know, we, we go with our extended and additional uh content so yeah i mean check us out i mean we got a good sh we got a good show uh schedule you know schedule for this sunday uh you know we we, we we're unapologetic conversation uh you know as a friend of mine put it you know during the morning i watch meet the press and face the nation and then when two o'clock rolls around i catch straight to tape because i want to hear how my people say that's us amen and, sh and shout out to my man Rob the Actual, Mr. Tico DeGaio, Bishop Omega, and um uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Here we go. Hey Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, did you see her last week with the shimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I oh boy, I appreciated that little shimmy y'all got for me, buddy. I tell you, I thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, the shoulders out and everything. I was like, "Yes, Lord, there is a God somewhere." <laughs> oh, but don't yeah, be careful, yeah. James will be wearing her T-shirt next. Hey, if she put out one. I'll buy it. Uh, uh, There's strings attached with that, so be careful. <laughs> There's a me too right around the corner. Anytime he gets his shirt. Uh, Mr. 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 Thompson, Mr. Raj, one of our, our most loyal listener, uh, watcher, says, you know, uh, you got anything that you want to close the show out with, sir? Yeah, especially hey. since you made it through that butt naked episode. We appreciate you uh, hey. sticking with us. All I'm going to tell y'all, <laughs> I can't tell you how to live your life, but I'm fully vaccinated as of today. Nice. So that's all I got. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Oh, shit, if you fully vaccinated, then I guess all we got to say is uh, diversify your bonds. There you go. <laughs> and also, you can also catch us. Oh, my God, James. God, Lion Junkies, WrestleManiacs. What is the statement, James? Hey, we still got to, we still got to put in the work, man. You we still got to calm, calm your monkey ass down. You said I was going to close the show. So was it, uh, Pocket cast. Oh, sure already, nigga. Damn. Hey, just like Perry just gave out his, we got to give out ours. You know, we got bills to pay too. Get your plugs, you know. man. Get your plugs in, bro. Get your hey, plugs. Get your plugs, man. Hurry up.
The James okay, James folks, I, you can catch the sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs on all of your major podcast outlets, including Spotify, our sponsor, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, what is it? Uh, Owl Tail. If you if you don't know if you don't you can't find us, just look up sideline junkies on Google and you'll find all of our outlets on there. And so since Mr. Don Rodriguez is in a hurry, I'll go ahead and say <laughs> on behalf of Mr. Perry Elise the third. Mr. The People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Put that man government name out there, James Burke. His name is Perry no. Eliza the Third. Don, Perry, say it right. Don, Don, say it right. It's J. Dot Berkeley oh. Gould. Oh. Exactly. Oh. I don't give him that much credit for the dot. Respect Trust me. <laughs> when he filled out his paperwork, he didn't have a dot. So I can't give him oh, that. I had I had plenty. I had no. The only dot I really cared about was the dot on my damn paycheck. How about that? That's right. And where it was placed. That's right. I see the man. So in again, so again. Stupid. That's how I saw James. Again, for Mr. Perry Elysia the second, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, the Big Chief, shorty youngin. Mr. Raj Thompson and yours truly, the Nubian Sumo. I say, Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>